Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oh, God. Uh, I've had a shit day. This isn't a bit. I really have had a terrible day. The air compressor in my car broke, so my car is spewing out magma air in this summer heat. And then my phone had to get upgraded and messed up a bunch of crap. All the apps are messed up. The phone number's wrong. Had to be on the phone with my phone provider for, like, hours. I have to go to the DMV because the registration of my car is expired. I didn't realize it. Ah! Hey, if you want to help a friend out, subscribe to my Patreon at patreon.com slash MatthewDonald. There you can find bonus content for Paleobites, like where we discuss pop culture featuring prehistoric animals. And this month, we're talking about walking with dinosaurs. Yeah! The classic 1999 BBC documentary classic. I said classic twice. It's because I've had a crap day! My brain is just spaghetti and ants! Trying to turn these turd nuggets into gold nuggets, or however the saying goes. So subscribe to my Patreon. Link's in the description. Thank you for your support. Have a good day. Certainly a better day than I have! Roar. Growl. Snarl. Bellow. Roar. Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast whose humor is bone dry. My name's Matthew Donald. <laughs> and each week... <laughs> I, in a rotating series of guest co-hosts, talk about and rate a genius of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropods, and this week I'm joined by someone who's they're quite wet in their humor. Uh, uh, no, that sounds weird. No, that's Laura Owsley. How are you? I'm all right. How are you, Matt? Oh, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I would say my my humor is very moist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess uh, yeah, it can be yeah, a little yeah, dry yeah. sometimes. Like, like, like dry, like sardonic British sense of humor. Fair, 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 fair. I do love good dry humor, right? Yeah. When it's done well. Sometimes you have people who are like, oh, no, the humor in this show is dry. And you're like, no, the humor in this show is non-existent. It's just not funny. <laughs> like... <laughs> well, it's better than it's like someone just says something just, just completely offensive. And it's like, oh, it's satire. <laughs> oh, honestly. <laughs> They're like, oh, well, you just don't like dark comedy. It's like, I make dark jokes all day long. I don't like offensive jokes. Right, right, exactly. I mean, humor is, I don't, one thing I don't really like, the humor I don't like is cringe humor. Like, The Office, mm, I can't watch. Parks yeah. and Rec is, is something I much prefer. Over. Secondhand embarrassment is painful. Yeah, like, like... You, you've seen both of those shows, right? Oh, sure. Oh, of course, of course. So, uh, The Office, that dinner party episode is one of the most painful experiences. Yeah. <laughs> but some people are like, oh, it's the best episode. I'm like, well, I guess if you like that sense of humor, it is. But Yeah, like, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. To be honest, I really loved the office when it was coming out in what yeah 2007 2008 yeah right and i was watching it like every 
what Thursday with mm-hmm. my family, but like I don't want to rewatch it and like risk those good memories that right. I have. Just That's how I feel case, about like... Fern Gully. Yeah, <laughs> I remember really liking it as a kid. I have mm. not bothered to see it since. Because yeah. I'm like, let's just keep it with that magical, mystical memories that oh. I can. Although I have seen clips of like that uh, smoke monster with Tim Curry voices, you know, Hex- you've seen Fern Gully, right? Have you? No. It's a little kid's. It's an environmentalist movie from the oh. '90s. It's about this rainforest and there's fairies and there's a, mo- a monster named Hexus that's like loves pollution and smog and he sings this very sexual Tim Curry style song called Toxic Love. <laughs> that that the, his mannerisms, I swear, it made me question my sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> This all feels very Tim Curry to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. like I don't know, like I, like my my, my fiance I, I has said that like soft I, brag, soft brag. yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> my fiance has said that I um am an honorary bi <laughs> because mm. I have a lot of the bi stereotypes without actually being bisexual. So have you heard the phrase bi wife energy? Uh, no. Ah. I encourage you to do some TikToking after this and okay. look up the phrase because I feel like that's kind of what you're describing. Well, my, well, my fiance is bi too. So, yeah. So, right? so, so, but like, I feel like if I, because like there have been a few times where I've been like, oh, that man's attractive. I, I've never wanted to kiss a man. So I don't know. I, I don't know if that's the line or not. It tends to be the tell. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, I know some people are like 90% straight. It's never like, oh, if you're bi, that means you're attracted to both. Or all genders equally, you know, like so. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, it can be a spectrum, right? Like, right. you can be more attracted to this, that, the other. Um, that's a very demeaning way to describe this, sexuality. that, the other. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's this? Which one's that? Which one's the other? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows, honestly. Ah, <laughs> uh, but okay. So, I, I, I actually, this this segues right well, very well to the dice related question that I was going to. Because I, right. I was gonna, because like this is something. That I think you might actually enjoy about Jurassic Park, the, your favorite film series. My not favorite you don't film already, series. Not that you don't already enjoy it. But, yeah, of course. But I crap you not, one of the major plot points, if you haven't heard, of the first movie involves trans dinosaurs. Huh. <laughs> Casual. Like, they huh. don't call it that, but like, so... It's essentially... Because what happened is one of the the security procedures they have is that they make all the dinosaurs female so they can, so they can control when they make new batches of eggs and they don't breed on their own. Uh, it's like, oh, that we, you know, every animal starts out female, but they're given an enzyme that turns them male. We just deny them the enzyme and the, mm. that's what they say. But then Malcolm's always like, life finds a way. So they talk about like when, when bring the dinosaurs back, you know, they get a DNA from a mosquito, you know, and they, that it's trapped in amber from dinosaur times. Uh, this is uh, all but listeners, except for you already know all this, but I'm explaining it to you. So <laughs> I appreciate the explanation. And maybe it's a refresher for the listener. Who right, knows? right. They haven't seen it in a while, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it is an old-ish movie. It came out 30 years ago this year. Oh, my. Oof. <laughs> so this gets some of the DNA, but DNA, it's not the complete DNA. You can't get the complete, because there's so much DNA in something. The nice thing about DNA is most of it's unwritten. So they can just mm. fill in the gaps with just whatever. Because it's not like so. The way they do is they fill them in with the with the gaps of frogs is what they choose. Although they use birds later on, which makes way more sense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but the, it doesn't turn the dinosaurs into part frogs. What it does do is that it because like most DNA is unwritten, mm-hmm. it just takes the unwritten DNA of a frog and puts it in the unwritten DNA of the dinosaur and just makes a full dinosaur. So, <laughs> huh. so uh, that's that's the thing that they use. It's very unscientific. That's how it works. But the way they didn't account for <laughs> is that. Sure. Actually, no, it is scientific. I mean, you laugh, but when Michael Crichton first wrote the book, there was nothing 
that said that this couldn't work. But yeah. like it was possible. We just later found out the DNA decays and it's like, oh, I guess it wouldn't work. <laughs> So what they created Dress Mark didn't account for mm. is the fact that some frogs in Africa uh, are hermaphrodites. And ah. in a same-sex environment, that some of the them change from male to female or female to male to keep the species going. Mm. And since the dinosaurs were all female, some of them were like, okay, we got nowhere to survive. We're take it. They have the gene. They they actually gave the genomes of these frogs that they can change them. To, and so they find out they're breeding anyways because oh. some of them became male. <laughs> so you done messed up. Yep, that's one of the ways they messed up. So, anyways, the whole whole point of this is that since since uh, Jurassic Park is very good trans representation sure, of, of, of dinosaurs. Right. So, uh, what what other dinosaur? series or things i don't know i know you know so many so many <laughs> uh what do you think would be we would like to add some good lgbtq representation oh that's that's my long-winded way to <laughs> sure, sure, ask sure, you that question i think it would be this is gonna sound like such a cop-out because uh, uh i obviously am very very well versed in everything uh prehistoric media of course of course uh, well you know like if you like Lamb before time, you're like. Well, I was gonna say yeah, lamb before time. You could turn Sarah lesbian. Is that where you're? Going? Yes, that's where I was yes. going. Obviously, of yes, course. Yes, makes, yes. yes, makes sense. She does have that lesbian energy or bi energy. Like, <laughs> although she's a tri ceratops, a bi ceratops. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's got to be pan in that case. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Just, <laughs> isn't there trisexual? Isn't that a term? Sometimes? I'll yeah, give it a term. Uh, Okay, well, you know, okay. I think it was like a nineties thing. Oh, uh, okay. Like that. Because like, back when they thought non-binary was kind of like a third gender rather than just kind of it, it's neither. Only, yeah. yeah, like so. After all that, <laughs> uh, but anyways, we're talking about a really, really new creature called Perucetus. I almost want to call it Perucetus because that rolls off the tongue better than Perucetus, even though it's named after Peru. I think. I yeah, I'd assume. I I mean, I don't know things. So I assume it's Perucetus. Perucetus. So I've actually called it like Perucetus just to kind of like make the syllables all flow with each other. That's that's why mm. uh, it means Peruvian whale. Makes sense, you know. There makes sense. Uh, yeah, it's, guess what country it's from? Uh, Japan. Yeah, you nailed it. I knew it. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say <laughs> Uruguay. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So Perucetus is like it's got some interesting stuff with it. Um, it's made the news really recently for big, big reasons. Oh. Uh, so, uh, type is a basilosaur, a group of early whales that still retained their hind limbs. Okay. And, a... and have very serpentine bodies. You know how whales nowadays, they just have their front flippers, but there's sure. nothing in the back? Sure. These still have little flippers in the back. Oh. So, they hadn't quite fully atrophied yet, so. Well, thank you for that explanation. I know, like, the listeners probably know these things. And right, like... right. Oh. Okay. So, uh, size. Uh, who boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So it's only at first uh, fifty-five to sixty-five feet, slash so seventeen to twenty meters long. Oh. Only. Well, I mean, you compare that to a blue whale, you know, which is like oh, sometimes a hundred feet long. That's, oh, fair. Uh, but its weight has been estimated to be anywhere from eighty-five to three hundred and seventy-five tons. <laughs> <laughs> that is, first of all, a very large spectrum. Well, they don't know because, you know, the, the, the limited remains they found so far. <laughs> but, I guess that's fair. That's fair. I forget. This is a new creature. New creature. They just, I mean, like, they've been uncovering it from a cliff. Its head's been caught in a cliff for for a while. Like, they're Oof. still trying to get it out. And they're being very careful and very meticulous. That uh, makes sense. But, yeah, so if, it, if that upper estimate is true, that's almost like twice as heavy as a blue whale. 
So you you know how like I've always joked on the show. It's like oh everything is so much bigger back in prehistoric times. You got bigger beavers, bigger dogs, sure. bigger snakes, bigger crocodiles. But whales they seem to be the biggest now. Turns out that's not even true. <laughs> so so everything I've learned on this podcast is a lie. Yeah, everything. I knew it. Every single thing. Gasosaurus. Remember when we did that episode? <laughs> it's actually liquid dosaurus. Oh, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> or or plasmosaurus. Not solidosaurus. Not solidosaurus. No. Oh. <laughs> Solid liquid. Yes. So we, you know, I had a really dumb thought the other day where I was like, "Why is it called gas if it's liquid?" And I was like, "It's short for gasoline. <laughs> it's a different type of gas. It's not. It's not gas as in gasoline." Yeah, no, that's not. Why is it called gasoline? I don't know. <laughs> Get into it somewhere. I'm no fossil fuelist. <laughs> yeah, there's there's probably you know a whole Wikipedia page dedicated to that exact question. Right. I mean, there's the classic joke of like, oh, we fuel our cars with dinosaurs or whatever. It's not. Sure. That's not where we get our fossil fuels. It's from like algae and other stuff. But it's more fun to say, oh, that means since we get plastic from oil, that means our plastic dinosaurs are made from real dinosaurs. But that's not true, unfortunately. But like, it's fun to think about. If we all believe it hard enough, yeah, is it true? Is that clap your hands if you believe? (laughs) I believe in Tinkerbell. (laughs) I believe in plastic dinosaurs are real dinosaurs. Come on, listeners, we believe that plastic dinosaurs are real dinosaurs. Anyway, so all right, so diet carnivore, we believe, although the skull hasn't been found yet. But considering every other cetacean, like whales, is a carnivore, it seems like this one was too. Is that why? Is that like the vast majority of whales Yeah, because like are... even blue whales, like krill oh. is meat. That's fair. That's so fair. like, you know that cetaceans are, are in the even-toed ungulate group. So they're like related to pigs and hippos and yeah. horses. Not horses, that's an odd toad. Uh, pig and deer and other stuff. Whales. You look up artiodactyls on Wikipedia, there's like a list of all of them. Yeah, whales are right there. This is as much of a betrayal as when I learned that a tomato is a fruit. Yeah. It's a nightshade. Tomato is. Yeah. Isn't it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm no fruitist. <laughs> Horticulturalist. I'm only botanist. growing one on my patio. I don't know. I'm not growing anything on my patio. Uh, except for mold, I guess. <laughs> because right. I need to clean out there. <laughs> well, mold is a valid. Um... <laughs> but this one probably didn't feed on krill. It, probably, it wasn't like a probably super predator either. We think it probably fed on like a bunch of clams and like sea carcasses. It also lived mm. in shallower waters. Oh. So it was kind of like a manatee, except it didn't feed on grass. So if it lived in shallower waters, is that part of the reason we think that it probably went extinct? Because it just kept beaching itself. It was so big. No, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, like, I don't claim to know things. Uh, but, like, don't you need a certain amount of water pressure for those yeah, types of large but, creatures but, to but exist? But if those creatures exist like that already, that means they figured it out for a bit. So. Mm-hmm. So, Fair. man, but it, it's just, it's enormous, man. Uh, time, late Eocene, 39 to 37 million years ago, which is just a short time after the dinosaurs died out for a mammal to go from a little tree climbing sh- shrew-like thing to this yeah. giant whale. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it's crazy how fast it works sometimes, especially when there's like niches that need filling, you know? So, hey. uh, so location in Peru, it's in the name. Uh, uh, by the way, have you ever had a Peruvian Chinese food? No. Uh, the way they use the spices makes it quite delicious. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. Quick, let's go to Peru. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Who needs a savings account? We don't have one anyways. 
We're millennials. What are you trying to save for? A house? Come on. Describe 2023. In fact, just two weeks ago, this episode comes out on time. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> Very current. If you do, if I do say so myself. Speaking of current, this is a sea creature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we sound like Beavis and Butthead the way we're laughing. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Pop culture appearances. Again, this was described just two weeks ago, but it's already flooded the paleo art scene with many, many, many different pictures of it blubbering around, often with a scuba diver for reference. Have you seen any of these pictures uh, when you've been on your Google? I have, actually. The scuba diver looks like... He's like, what the hell am I doing here? <laughs> well, like, he's trying to swim away in the worst way possible. Like, he looks like he's backstroking away from the creature. Well, I feel like, honestly, like, the way this thing works is it's sort of like how when the Titanic sank... Uh, this is true. Of, I don't know if this is true. This is what Leonardo DiCaprio said. I believe him. Um, okay. When when it fell into the ocean, you had to really push yourself up because the motion of the ship going under the water would also might suck you down with it. Yeah. So it's not just like, oh, you land on the water and oh, you're fine. You're floating while it sinks. No, the water pressure sucks you down. Yeah, yeah no, that's a um, <laughs> um, so. part of the reason why um, Margaret uh, Brown, Molly Brown, yeah, yeah. who is our like big Denver Titanic survivor. That's right, she's from Denver. I forgot about that. Yeah. So Margaret Brown, or Molly Brown, as we know her better, um, Molly Brown, part of the reason why she survived and her lifeboat survived is partially because they just were rowing away from the sinking ship. Right. Right? Like, if they were too close to the ship, they would have been sucked down. Well, that's what my point is. Like, that's what I'm assuming... Uh, the scuba diver was doing. He was like, he was the, the current of the thing. Watch it know if it's flowing towards you. You think you'd be pushed towards? Well, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm no water physicist. How dare you? What's Plus, the, you said this these... thing is carnivorous, so maybe he's just like. Get me the hell away from this thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, when Perusis is first discovered, like, uh, only a few vertebrae currently are known, but the vertebrae are heavier, like three times heavier than that of a blue whale. Although, I, I should point out that blue whale vertebrae are much lighter than we thought they when they, than you think they would be for an animal of that size. This did also probably have fewer vertebrae than most of its The thing about the basilosaurids, this group of or mammals, uh, the whales, they're called the Inansaurus because they look so much like lizards. They look like sea serpents. Oh. So. And we first found Basilosaurus, which was the first of these whales that we found. We thought right. it was a big sea serpent. It was in the oh. 1800s when we found this. And, but then once we found out it was a whale, the name stuck because that's kind of how it is with science. Like the name of science sticks. I have a question that you might not. No, no questions a lot. Yeah, I'm sorry, fair, enough, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> so sorry. What's your question? <laughs> so you might not have an answer for this. Oh. Do we think that's like part of the tie to the mythology around like? water dragons and how like every culture has some variation potentially of if, if they found their bones like they they think sometimes that chinese um uh the chinese found dinosaur fossils and thought they were like uh bones there's a lot of prehistoric creatures like that that are that are inspirations behind myths i mentioned this on the show before but these elephant skulls mm. it's this little dwarf elephant in sicily and mm. its skulls when when people first found these skulls it's where they came up with the myth of the cyclops because uh, if you look at the elephant skull, there's uh, a big hole in the middle <laughs> where the trunk is. That makes a lot of sense. So they're like, that's a big eye socket, right? <laughs> so. I'm, I mean, I'd probably think the same thing. Right? Yeah, be so, like, Cyclops. <laughs> <laughs> so that's something that, like, I had to, like, unlearn as, like, a teenager is yeah. the story of David and Goliath. I think for some reason I, like, just pictured always in my head of, like, it was a cyclops. And my mom was like, 
No. <laughs> no, it's just a very, very tall person. So they found this thing in a cliff, and they've been working on Actual. digging it up, and its head is buried into this cliff. That's probably how it died. Just, I don't know. Actually, that's not so funny. I'm just yeah. making that up. <laughs> so they have not found its skull yet. So any of these pictures of its skull where it looks teeny tiny, that's just what we think of so far based sure. on, like, the family. But, like, its bones are just so dense. We're using, like some bmi stuff but but it's not body mass it's like it's bone mass index it's uh, uh it's specific fossil stuff and again like bmi for us it's never meant to be like exact model of how big things are but it's kind of meant to give you a relative idea there so like like if you look at me like i'm considered obese according to bmi so and look, look at this big job of the hot thing i am so that's very accurate <laughs> <laughs> no but you and this creature have so much in common. Yeah, yeah, we're both big blubbery whales. <laughs> um, no. I'm just missing the slug tail, the frogs to to, to eat on, and then the bikini-clad slave. So See, that's all you need. That really. is all I and need. And then you'll be Java the Hutt. And then I'll like... be Java the Hutt. And that story ends well for him, right? <laughs> I think so. He went on to conquer the galaxy. He wasn't, he wasn't killed by the very chain that bound that slave and the no. sign of femininity, feminine power, by using the chain that bound her to to get rid of the oppressor. <laughs> yeah, that, that movie ended so well for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's off doing spice, or is that dude? I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, all this sci-fi stuff. Is, I love sci-fi, but I'm not really the biggest fan of Dune, and not really Star Wars either. Yeah. I'm pretty meh on a lot of sci-fi. You know okay. the you know the main character of Dune's name is Paul? That is almost upsetting. I mean, I know that the main character of Star Wars is Luke, so I really shouldn't have much to complain on, but... Paul is just so... Yeah. Well, yeah. Flag. Paul. Paul. Isn't there a Nickelodeon, like... Like, like creature named Paul? I want to say, like, a chimpanzee or something? A Nickelodeon creature named Paul. It used to be like There's a... an alien movie called Paul <laughs> that came out years ago. I'm gonna do a Okay, while you're doing a quick Google search about this very important thing. Yes. So, <laughs> um, notably, whales have much larger skeletons to their total mass, whereas serinians, like dugongs and manatees, are similar to bland mammals and having much denser skeletons that contribute more to their weight. While it's been difficult to determine the weight of basal swords so far, they suggest the increase in skeletal mass has been compensated by larger amounts of blubber, which is less dense than other soft tissue. So... A whale's blubber doesn't weigh as much as other soft tissue. So that's why there's oh. this huge range in the calculations between, like, yeah, like 94 oh. to 375 tons. Because we just don't know. Fair. Like, it probably was somewhere in the middle. Sure. <laughs> so sure. that's more accurate. Obviously, even though it had those back legs, it couldn't go on land. Far too big. But it's also with its dense bones, which is more like a manatee. We think it stuck to shallower waters. Since no skull has been found, its diet is also mysterious. There's so little we know. All we know about this thing is that it's big. Fair. Big, might have had a manatee tail rather than a whale tail, so like a long a fluke like that. I don't know. Hey. So yeah, do you know manatee tails? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. It was like paddles rather than like mm -hmm. like crescents. That's really interesting, though. Though, like, for as much as we're learning, we are actively learning. Oh yeah, there's the always picture. more stuff to, to learn. More stuff to do. Yeah, but until we learn more, Perusitus Colossus—that's its full name. It's it could be the biggest animal ever, and so quick after the dinosaurs too. Crazy. Yeah. So let's no. rate it one out of sixty-five million. I'm gonna rate it three hundred and seventy-five million based on how many tons that it might have been. Fair. I mean, not it's not millions of tons. So. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> but, Fair. I I think I'll rate it um three hundred sixty-seven pounds of 
uh, blubber. Oh, uh, okay, cool. Good to get some whale oil from that. Can you imagine yeah. all the oil you could get from it. Yeah, you know, that's enough to power um... at least two boats. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. And be taken down by orcas. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, they do love that stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> orcas do love taking down whales and boats, particularly yachts. We're team orca on this podcast. Always. <laughs> like, we're pro orchestra, so. <laughs> <laughs> It's the first time I've heard that. You've never heard the orchestra pun? No. <laughs> They're orchestrating their attack against the rich people. Right. Great, 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 great. Come on, there's someone who loves puns as much as That's you. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> also, yes. I'm not a crazy person. That's Paul. Oh, wow. I've never heard of that. What? That is, like- that is... Like, Brand new to me. DNA Productions, that what it says there? Yeah, it was like their like outro. Huh. Or like a lot of Nickelodeon stuff. Oh, so it wasn't like a show. It was kinda like no. the, it was kinda like their equivalent of like the, their new like orange goop or whatever. Almost. Yeah, it's kinda like Okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know he had a name. Yeah, Apparently he would the say image... hi, I'm Paul. Hi, I'm Paul. Why is he does he have three eyes? I think so. Why does he have three eyes? Uh, Did he yeah. channel his inner <laughs> His yeah, his inner third eye. Like, yeah, his inner third eye. He's he's achieved enlightenment and tranquility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And that's why he's so chill. That well, like at any time you see him, he's just like, "Hi, I'm Paul." Yeah, because he's already can see the foundations and fabric of the universe. Yeah, and is totally content with it. And that's why he's no longer on Nickelodeon. He knew too much. Yeah, and so they killed him. shame anyways that's it for this week um you can hold the show and contact me at paleobitespodcast at gmail.com we have our own email now oh yeah and paleobitespod at twitter.com yes twitter it's not x i refuse (laughs) i've just deleted it from my phone yeah I felt weird. It, I, it, I was looking at it. I was like, I feel like people are going to think this is an inappropriate. Yeah. Like, well, it's called like X videos. Like that's mm. might as well have called it like hamster vid or whatever those other ones are called. <laughs> like, you're like, yeah. So like, let's see. Hold on. Let's see here. Yeah. Just look at X there. Just, yeah. It looks weird. Yeah. I'm sorry, mom. It's not. <laughs> it's not what, you think it's it's not what it looks like. <laughs> oh my God. Elon Musk is an idiot. <laughs> so, uh, so, um, all right, so you can find me at Pale Bites Pod on Twitter and Pale Bites Podcast on Instagram. Where can they find you? They can find me, Laura, at Thespian Laura, T H E S P I N L A U R A. I am on, well, I was on Twitter and now I'm really not there that often mm-hmm. anymore, but maybe mm-hmm. I'll come back. Well, Twitter's to it. not on Twitter anymore. So. That's fair. That's so. fair. Must kind of threads now, which would be funny if they just like, no, we're going to rename this Twitter. Uh, honestly, <laughs> the name Twitter is available. Now. It's available. Like, <laughs> uh, but I'm on Instagram. I'm on. I am actually on TikTok. I don't post, but you can come be my friend, and okay. I will send you You're chaotic on videos. Facebook occasionally, right? I am on the Facebooks, but I can't imagine you would just want to send me a friend, friend request. request that's true that's true that's, that's kind of not how it works all right well that's it for this week stay at the end of every episode with paleo bites uh my best whale noises perfect we nailed it How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.